Sam, we forgot to tell you the little story of um, the other day when Murphy and I rolled up on the campus to get help Taylor get moved out of her dorm. Honking the horn. <laughs> hey, we're here! <laughs> there was a lot going on that day, you know, because every other family was doing the same thing. Yeah, Truth. And so what's funny is that the week before I had told Taylor, you need a sort of a plan. You need to start putting stuff in boxes. And, yeah. and you, do, you need, do you have boxes? And she was like, yeah, I'm getting it all together. I'm like, great. So that day, the move, the day that she was moving back home, I got a call from her. She's like, yeah, can you guys come in like 30 minutes? <laughs> I'm like, well, your dad's outside messing with lights right now, but sure. I said, and she said, can you bring some boxes? Oh. And I was like, well, okay, I do have a couple of, <laughs> I do have a couple of boxes because of all the Amazon stuff that goes on in our house. So we loaded up just a couple of boxes and we arrived. And I want to tell you, I want this is going to surprise you. I'm going to flip this story because you're thinking yeah. that, that we had to pack her up. I was so impressed. She spent her whole first year of college in this dorm, a lot of time in the dorm yeah. with her roommate because of COVID and because they did a lot online. Yeah. So she was there a lot. She had the microwave, which was hers, which she bought. We loaded that kind of stuff up. We loaded up her bedding. But most of the stuff she had packed already. When I turned to the other side of the room and saw her roommate had just gotten awake and had gone down the hall to see friends, her roommate's family had not shown up yet. Her roommate's family was the one I, I wanted to be gone for because... There was nothing packed up, and there was so much stuff. It was, was like, if you stood in the center of the room, it was like a before and after photo. <laughs> well, I, when was the roommate's parents coming? I don't know. It could have been another it, day or it so. It was late. No, that was the day to move. Oh. So yep. They were coming that afternoon. Uh-huh. And when I tell you, there was so much dry shampoo and candles and coffee and snacks yeah. and clothes and uh, Red Bulls and just... Nothing packed <laughs> and a ton of stuff, and I thought, you're Taylor, like, let's get out of here. You're so c- congrats. Yeah, Look it was you easy. Did this I mean, so well. We grabbed the you know Two the one big box, you know, rolled it out, and we were done. It was easy. <laughs> it was really cool, and I was just proud. Yeah, of, uh, of course, I was pl- parked in the wrong spot, sir. You're not supposed to be parked. Okay. I, I, <laughs> okay, so you guys both know that my first job was at. McDonald's. 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 Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Why would Sam answer that before you, Murphy? Because that troubles I, me. No, I was. If, if I'm being honest, I was about to say Dairy Queen, and I don't know why I've got Dairy Queen on my brain, other than the fact that they flip the freeze over. You know, at the you're dreaming of Dairy. Do you Queen think you today. could have done that when you were working at McDonald's? I know they totally. don't do that at I McDonald's. I did everything. Would you have been able to do the stick your hand out, turn it over to make sure it doesn't totally. fall? Totally. I rocked that drive-through. See, because I would drop that. That's why no I, I just don't think I could do that. Okay, but anyway, anyway but yes. did you also know that one year when I was a very little girl, I had my birthday party at McDonald's? Oh, no, I didn't I know I was that. a very small child. Um, I remember it because of the cake. There's a picture of me. Of course, it, my mom lost all of her pictures in the flood. Yeah, so I don't know. I know that, that's what she tells you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop. Is that a Jody picture? Throw it away. We'll tell her about the flood. <laughs> right. Anyway. Was it a McDonald's cake? Yes, that's what I'm bringing it up. There's a secret cake on the menu at McDonald's at some what? at some McDonald's across the country. You can ask for the cake, and they will do it for you. What? You wink when you ask for it. Well, it's funny because not not every unless you've been like our manager. Not everybody knows about it. Who's on staff? No, I don't know that. I'm assuming not every McDonald's. What's funny has is I read right? the story about the secret cake at McDonald's. It was uncovered via TikTok video. <sighs> 
and it's sort of a well-kept secret. It comes in vanilla or chocolate, vanilla frosting, and Ronald McDonald on the top of it. And as soon as I read that, I thought, oh, it's real because the picture of me, if I could find it, I don't know if, it, if I can find it, if it floated away or if there were negatives, but I'm sitting there, you know, um, and there's a Ronald McDonald. It's a white flat sheet cake, and there's a picture of Ronald McDonald, which is kind of scary, on the cake. Yeah. And I remember it thinking it tasted good. How does McDonald's make cakes? Because they don't bake. I think probably it's shipped to them frozen, oh, okay. and it's in their big freezer, and oh. they probably, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we, but I'm, you can I'm order it. Sh- I'm sure not every McDonald's has them, you know, no. or if they do, it is a well-kept secret. But you can order them and, like, you know, pick it up in a day or two or whatever. It's $9, and it's a little yeah. secret, and I think it's so cute that... I had one when I was a little girl. We had a party at Burger King once, and we all got crowns. <laughs> Everybody yeah. gets a crown when they go to Burger King. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we learned yesterday that there are, at many McDonald's locations across the world, it's a secret menu item. You can order a birthday cake because they used to do birthday parties. Okay, so you can mm-hmm. order the secret cake. It's a sheet cake. Not every McDonald's. Ju- no, just some. Yeah, there have to be. It's got to be a select yeah. one, right? So is that real, Reagan? Yes. So my job when I was in high school was to do the birthday parties at McDonald's. Me too. Cake. <laughs> Me too. Really? Well, you did? I worked the drive through first, and then for extra cash, I could pick <laughs> up a birthday party or two on the weekend. Yes. 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 So you know all about like pulling the cakes out of the freezer and then thawing out over the top of the French fry machine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that you say that, I sort of remember it, although my manager was sort of a micromanager and he usually had all that stuff ready for me when I showed up. (laughs) So I didn't do that. Yeah. I did the Big Mac stack game. Did you do that? Um, With the boxes? Yeah. With the little. Yeah. Yep. See how far they could stack oh, yeah. the Big Mac boxes up until it fell down, and whoever had got the highest stack. Wait, won. wait, 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 wait! You thaw out the cakes on top of the fry machine? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what gave them all the extra flavor. Oh, oh wow! Baby. They were good, right? Oh, wow. They tasted good, it right? Tastes like French fries. <laughs> they were excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, they were excellent. They were excellent. Do you know if they still offer birthdays at parties at McDonald's? Because I don't know. I don't think they have in a very, very long right. time, or at least I've not been invited to any in right. probably 20 years. Well, so. <laughs> it's so funny for me to have that double thing because I also had a birthday party at McDonald's when I was a little kid. It was a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for me to work yeah, there. Was. Yeah. <laughs> right. Kind of come full circle. You know, I guess if you were born in the late 70s or early 80s and didn't have a birthday at McDonald's, right. then did you really have a birthday party? I don't know. <laughs> you had that rat at Chuck E. Cheese. No. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's true. Sweet. Thanks for the call, Reagan. Well, I'm guessing there aren't any parties right now oh, yeah, in the right. COVID world. Right now. Same but... reason all the little play areas are closed down. You know? <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jump in with us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. We're a big happy family, and we three, Murphy, Sam, and Jody, are in the same room, but our fabulous producer, Faith, is virtual virtual for now until early next year. So, hi, Faith. Hello. All right. So, you are working from home and have been for a while, and you're, you are at your grandmother's right now. And so, yeah. there's always so, we always hear the background of stuff going on with grandma because she's not the most quiet she's a character i know oh my god it's so embarrassing we love her no we love that she's not boring 
Yeah. So, yeah. so what's I, going I on with, with her? My grandma. What's going yeah. on with her in her backyard? <laughs> I live with my grandma while I'm in school and she <laughs> is an interesting character. Mm -hmm. So I've recently been helping her do some spring cleaning, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. she's a sentimental person and there's things that she wants to keep or ah, a hoarder. And that's okay. <laughs> I know, but every time we make progress, she mm -hmm. ends up bringing more things along. Yeah. yeah. Recently, Sorry. she brought home a big item on a trailer and put it in the backyard. What? What, what is it? A telephone booth. <gasps> Ooh. That's cool. Like a, <laughs> a telephone booth in the backyard. A real one or a British one? I mean, British I ones mean, are real. Well, I mean, an American I one or. She got it from an auction. Of course she in did. Arkansas. And it's in our backyard. That, I love that. It's, I mean, what I you, know that's different, but I just think that's cool. What does she do in it? <laughs> Seriously. Nothing. That's the thing. I'm like, why do you have this? She's going to turn around and sell it one day to a bar room or something. Well, you know, maybe well. I mean maybe she needs some privacy for phone calls, so yeah. she goes yeah. out and maybe she her needs phone to get booth. away like most moms and grandmas. Right. So <laughs> I, I mean, it has it has some interesting writing on it, and we went out there in the daytime <laughs> one day. And most phone like, booths if do. I knew it said that I wouldn't have bought it. Oh, she's well, so funny. It is funny because of that kind of graffiti. I forgot about that. You know, instructions on how to do things, do things that are physically yourself. impossible to yourself. You know, stuff like that. Yes. Right. Lots of phone numbers. Right. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. but, oh so there's no plan to. She's not going to use it as a planter or a greenhouse. Time or... machine. <laughs> oh no! You, you know, know what, Faith? Just, it's just chilling there. You right will now. inherit it one day. I probably will. See, I said I picture Sam having a phone booth on his patio. Oh my god! That's the kind of thing I picture. It's probably too big, but there's got to be some place to put it. Yeah, yeah. So if she wants to get rid of it, yeah, there's more. <laughs> you know where to knock. Yeah, than just phone booth. You know, this week, our youngest Phoebe's, Phoebe, got her driver's license after we finally got a birth certificate. <laughs> um, we had to have it replaced. <laughs> Whatever. I'm pretty sure oh, I lost it. Oh, y'all are still it. on your disagreement as to who lost the birth certificate. I probably lost it. Uh, no, I'm not, no, I'm not blaming you. I think that it's possible that I lost it. So, I mean, it's Fine. really... Aren't we just two uh, squirrels? Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know who lost her social security guard card, but, you know, I mean, that was, you know... That wasn't in my possession. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Well, it was with the birth certificate originally. So, but it, but again, it could have been, who's to anyway, say? It wait, could have wait. been lost whenever it was brought back we home got by all me. Of that straight, and I took her for her road skills test and her driver's license, and she has that now. And so, you know, it's just a whole process of getting it done. You know, making the donuts. Let's get it done. Let's get it. Done. She was so excited, yeah. and then I guess I wasn't emotionally prepared, Murphy. I knew that she was gonna. Get in the car and go somewhere by herself. By for the herself, first time, yeah. and when she did, I just felt that all over again. Like, oh my god! It's weird when I thought about that with Taylor because I could picture that one in my head. And I don't know if you know this or not. You know, she drove to school yesterday. Yeah, I know. And I was watching that on the security camera when she, of course, when she took off. Yeah, and it was just really weird. It's like, wow, there goes our car. Without me in it, but it's her car. Yeah. Her car. No. We got that car like when she was two years old. Now she's inherited it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she she used to ride in the back seat of that car in a car Here seat. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to mention I, that to her. You know what I she puts in the back seat now? Her electric that. guitar. Yeah. That's oh, a, how cool that's is that? Stark, stark contrast to the things I used to have to vacuum out of that back seat. It's just, yeah. I'm really happy for her. I'm not that mom that wants to keep them under glass forever. I love them and I want them safe and happy. Mm -hmm. And, but I do want them to have a life, and this is watching her do this is so exciting. I know how excited she is. After school today, she's 
you know, going to have coffee with a friend and she's mm. told me where she's going and all that kind of stuff. It's I know eventually we'll get used to it, but I, each time, you know, I mean, she will be our last one to get the driver's license and go, Sam, you've experienced this multiple times. Does it ever get easier or is it the same every time? No, because it's, and I think I said this to Jody this morning because it's instantaneous. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. she was riding with, with the, you. Yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden, I'm That's gone. Right. free. Yeah. And you yeah. just don't know Can what I do this? Can I do that? Can I go here? If you're looking for a good summer read, check out our Not So Serious book club at murphysamandjody.com. I'm reading a rock and roll memoir right now, mm-hmm. Sammy Hagar. Yeah. It's all over the place, but good. Aren't you reading something, Sam? Yeah, it's called Midnight Library. A mystery? <laughs> check them out, girlfriend. murphysamandjody.com. We always want to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ to join us. Morning, Carla. Good morning. As I was listening to um, the talk about the kids leaving the house and, you know, driving off by themselves, um, I've raised five children, Mm -hmm. and I was reminded of a doctor. His name is Terry Brazelton that spoke to us. I I was a teacher. I taught music. Mm -hmm. And he said that we have, from the moment that we are born, touch points in our life yes and he said that those are developmental points in your life and they never stop you know they they may take years in between but they never stop and he said how your child comes out of a touch point is determined by how the people that are closest to them and around them Mm -hmm. handle their those moments of development oh big stuff um, yeah it, it really is. And they said as far as confidence or whether they're going to, you know, if your child is learning how to, how to walk mm-hmm. and you're scared they're going to fall, the child's going to be scared to try to walk. Truth. And so he was saying if the parent is confident and, and mm-hmm. gives that to the child, Mm-hmm. That determines how that child reacts during right. the touch point of their life. Because wow. children look and to so, us to um, see how to feel about things. Yes. Yep. Totally. Oh, right. a lot and, of touch And points. then as we get older, as we get older, we still have those touch points in our lives, mm-hmm. but our support system changes. Yes. But the concept is the same. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. Y'all made me remember something I hadn't thought of in 20 years. And thank you for sharing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because our Phoebe did drive away for the first time by herself this week, and we were confident about it with her. <laughs> and we tracked her on GPS. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Can I say, even if afterwards you fall to pieces and you right. go, okay, now I need to check her location. Right. But she doesn't need to know about right. that. In the moment, right. she felt your confidence. Right. Yeah. So. She yeah, she has our confidence for sure. This is awesome. Thank Good you. Job. Happy Mother's Day this Thanks. weekend to you. And thank, thank you, you for you this. Too, thank you, Carla. You know, it's it, I was careful, you know, when I was talking to Phoebe about uh taking off for that first time. I didn't say be careful, even though I wanted her to be careful. I said I'm excited for you. Mm. I that said was, that too. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm, so I'm hoping careful. what Carla said. Well, yeah, I'm sure she did. <laughs> okay, 877-310-4MSJ. Got another episode of Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show later today. Just subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and you can get it absolutely free. You guys ready for the weight loss trick or weight loss truth? Well, that, I, need, I need both. Yeah. That 
nobody tells you about or it doesn't get talked about enough. And it's true. I know. Besides, I read all this stuff. eat less and move more. Oh, no. That's our. That's one of our favorites from our dear friend Rick. Eat well, less, move around more. And, and, What's the problem? And he's, he's right about that, actually. I mean, that really fundamentally. I think fundamentally... eat less is probably the most important, but still eat. Anyhow, um, this came from, and I saw it on their social media, and it came from my friend Rita who was my coach when I was doing my cleanse with Go Cleanse. Yeah. Okay? And I love the stuff that she sends out. And, and like, if you're doing a cleanse with her, she you get to talk to her on the daily. She posted this thing because somebody had talked about how they were having a really difficult day being hungry. And it was a cleanse day. And they oh, I don't to, have a difficult day yeah. when I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, because you eat instant gratification. Yeah. And she laid this out, and I've heard this before. People don't talk about it enough, but it's true. You have to get uncomfortable. If you really want to lose weight and reset, you have to get okay with understanding that you're going to feel hungry sometimes. You need to, instead of running to the pantry to satisfy it, like the animals that we are, like the instant gratification animals that we actually are, sit for a second, just let the feeling hit you, drink some water, and wait because or, or do something else with to occupy your mind and time. If you really right. are trying to not eat for another three hours and you're planning, especially at probably at the snack time of the day, which is the three or four time, three or four p.m. time for me. Yeah, you have to be able to understand that you're going to feel hungry sometimes yeah. when you're changing your body's response. Eventually, you won't be as hungry. Well, yeah, and eventually your body gets used to it. Yes, yeah. What's yes. weird, though, is it's so easy to slip back into the bad habit of eating oh. more. And I think we adapt to that. Right. I just thought that was interesting. You know, if you can just be uncomfortable for a few minutes, you will retrain your body and you can change things. It's similar to working out. No pain, no gain. I guess sort of. You're going to feel it. Okay, so for all those who have asked on our social media, if you want to see what I did with Rita, it's uh, gocleanse.com slash Jody. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Been hearing for months about Oprah and Prince Harry getting together. Well, they are they are neighbors. Ellen lives down the street too, mm-hmm. and they have all these projects together. And one of them, I guess, was, that this happens when you hang out a lot together, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You think okay. Harry knocks on her door in the middle of the night? He could. Can I get some milk? Is this all connected with the thing that they did a little while back, where he ratted out the family? I don't think it's connected with that, but they collaborate well. They like working together, so they do. Uh-huh. Anyhow, I've been hearing for a long time that they have a mental health series coming, and wow, it seems explosive. Yesterday was the first trailer for it. All over the world. People are in some kind of mental, psychological, emotional pain. What words have you heard around mental health? Crazy? Lost it. Can't keep it together. With that stigma of being labeled the other. This premieres on Apple TV May 21st, so right around the corner. It's coming soon. Mm -hmm. She even has a book out now. I want to say it's called What Happened to Me, and it's so interesting. The excerpts that I read online, whether deciding whether to get the book or not, so interesting what happened to her when she was little that she's not shared with the world before about right. how she was very un, felt very unwanted and she bounced around from grandmother to then then she was brought to her mom's house she had to sleep on the porch like and it's just about talking about what got you to where you are so you understand what you're struggling with mm-hmm. the series is called the me you can't see on apple tv all right so happy tuesday you know i put myself in a situation the other day this was one of those where i really should have just waited for jody to help me i know better like when i go shopping for clothes i always want uh, you know more advice 
I like Jody's eyes. You always eyes. buy the mannequin. I trust you. Yeah, exactly. I trust Jody's eyes and things like that. Um, I'm not going to buy things to decorate our house, right, Jody? I'm not going to buy photos or pictures or paintings. Right. I don't do any of that. And yes. so, so, but, but I did recently. I kind of have become obsessed with mid-century modern stuff. Oh, I guess I always had that kind of fifties and sixties mm-hmm. look because that's what my grandparents had at their house. And I wanted one of those lamps that they call. It's not Dutch. Or is it Dutch? Anyway, it's it was a style that's just kind of a very simple-looking ceramic thing in the center, and they've got these little fat lampshades on them. And I found one on eBay at a good price, but it didn't come with the shade. lampshade. It just, just came lamp. with the lamp. Yeah. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I, I Jody and I talked about going to a lighting store so that I could buy a lampshade yeah. that fits this thing. Yeah. And I wanted to go with you. Yeah. And so, but I had some free time one afternoon. I'm like, let me just go ahead and go to the lamp store now. I'll, I'll do this myself and, you know, <laughs> masked up. Did you bring in. the lamp with you? Well, you see, that's the problem. That is the problem. I get into the lamp store and I'm like, wow, this looks great. And she's like, well, you know, uh, most people usually bring their lamps in. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my uh, God! I wasn't even thinking. So, would you have told me to bring the lamp? Mm-hmm. See, I this is where I feel stupid. You now have because, to do it. You have to see them together for proportion, for size, for color, for or at fabric. Least a picture of it. I want to see and here. Yeah. Well, I showed her the picture, picture from and eBay. Measurements. Did yeah. you, do you know measurements? Did you? Because she, if she's a lamp store designer, no, that. No. she would know by based on measurements and picture. She could have sold you a Well, shade. she showed me the bit, but she had some suggestions, but she's like, you really need- <laughs> I bet she did. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> she's like, you really need to bring the lamp in for this. And she says, and you're Sorry. probably you're probably going to need a harp, too. And I'm like, I don't think I've got room for that. Enough, you know? <laughs> well, we have a piano. <laughs> but, but then she explained to me, you know, it's the part of the lamp right. shade. So, yeah. yeah. So we need to bring the actual lamp in. And, okay. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. I don't have to go with you unless you want to. It's your lamp. You really, plus you keep it in your office. I've you already, can really put it. I, I've already blown this once, Jody. <laughs> I could use okay, your help. I'll go with you. So we were um, mentioning earlier, and we loved having your comments on it, uh, whether you're, you know, want to be back in the office or you'd rather work from home. And so it's. Everybody split down the middle. You yeah. have to do what works for you. Yes. But I bring it back up because I want to talk about this. Okay. No matter how you work, whether it's from home or at the office, if you're able to have flexibility of when you work, if it doesn't matter, if it doesn't have to be between noon and 5 p.m. that you work, work when your energy is the best for you. That is so, I've always said energy is everything. Energy is everything to me. Yeah. You got to ride the wave. That's what All you're right. saying, right? No. Well, I mean, I'm... that's the way things work, like in Silicon Valley. Is it? It's, you, I didn't know that. You, It's flex schedule. You work when you want to work. That is perfect and, for and me, and, and Murphy and knows And they this. also have, like, cots and stuff set yeah. up in those places where, like, if you want to take a nap during the day, mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they have rooms for it. And this is this is based on your experience with Silicon Valley, right? Or is this based on, like, an HBO documentary? <laughs> this is what I think. <laughs> I say this because you guys know me. I have a certain time of the day where yeah. my energy is unstoppable yeah which and is then, usually like morning early and but but you get a second wave too yeah when it's dog walking time around yeah, 5 30 yeah but my energy you understand is early morning till about noon or one and then you guys have literally seen me hit a wall there's a wall that just slams yeah. me and I think then that's natural and then i come back in the evening and i get yeah. a bunch more done and to me so it's like 
if you if if I get an email with a big question and it's three p.m., pointless. I can't call, I can't even read it. What's the point? Don't please don't send me anything important at three or four in the afternoon. Well, I think that's why it's email. It's there. You can go to it when you're ready. What I'm, just, yeah. I'm just saying. So it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm almost yeah. like a different person, and I say that because if you can structure, there's. More flexibility in our work lives than ever before, thanks to the pandemic. For, for many jobs, unfortunately, some people don't. You you, should, you, but if, if you can, you can stand right. up for yourself about when yeah. you work the best, and that's when you should work. Well, because if you're tired and you're trying to do it, when you, it's going to cost oh, you three times as much, you know, time totally. to get it done. Yeah, right. So shout out for energy. Know when yours is best. You can get our summer tipping guide at murphysamandjody.com. That means housekeeping, mm-hmm. hotel staff, valets, even cabana boys. When your friends get divorced, do you feel like you have to choose a side or do you naturally do that as a human being? We're going to get to your comments on this from our Facebook page and you can let us know your yeah. experience with that at 877-310-4MSJ. Um, I try to be like Switzerland. Right. Neutral. I that's like really to do good. That I think too. that's smart. I, I love to do that too. I Although, be don't Switzerland. you? But you do kind of naturally lose touch with one, some, one yeah. or the other, right? Yes. Look, if something had happened to you, if something happened to you and me, Murphy, I would never keep the, the Randy group. Randy, Randy, and the, those would be your friends. Why? Why would you not? They, they would love you to have you. Went to high you. school with them. They would, you know. I that's how they, that would I th- go. I think they see you as tight friends. I, really. <laughs> Yeah. Time versus tight. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they'll be shocked listening to hearing this. <laughs> so they completely just, misunderstand what you're saying. I, think. I have a lot of friends. Well, I have a few friends who've recently are going through a divorce. And, you know, one of them I've been friends with since second grade. She's like family to me. And I was never close to the man she had been married to. So that's good. Yeah. But if I run into him, which I'm nervous about doing. If I run into him, I'm going to be really nice. Was it a situation that you didn't like the person or you just weren't close to him? No, I just never got close to him. Mm-hmm. And um, But I will not be brought into it, though, either. Yeah. I, if he wants to talk about it, I'm not going to go there. Right. You know what I mean? I've never, I don't think I've ever really chosen a side, but you naturally get closer to other people. So right? if, if you do get divorced, you two, <laughs> whose side do I have to be on? Oh, Sam. You would go to Murphy, wouldn't you? You've known him longer. I'm playing Switzerland here. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to give you up. And that's the thing, too. Do we stay together as Murphy, Sam, and Jody? I don't want to play this game. Or is it Murphy and Sam again? It would be probably be Murphy and Sam again. (laughs) It's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate Sam is, question, but Sam I don't know why Sam is one of our greatest friends, both of us. Right. So let me get this straight You are now. one of my best friends We're talking about you not being friends with my best friends anymore and us getting a divorce. No, this doesn't seem to be going that. in the right direction. No, we're just asking, what is your experience with this? Because it's somehow human nature yeah. to go to one side. 877-310-4MSJ. It's an interesting question that we brought up because of the Bill and Melinda Gates divorce. And the, the headline being that Melinda's keeping all the friends. Like everybody's on Melinda's side, even Bill's family. I'm thinking, really? Okay, Whoa, that's not cool. Well, that's that's, that's kind of surprising. Cool. Well, I don't. I want to say about that. I don't think it's cool to choose sides. It's natural to be closer to one person, but it's painful for all. 
well, if you're friends. Sam, you didn't hear what happened? So apparently several months ago, Melinda rented an island for $130,000 a night. To get away from to, Bill. To get away from Bill <laughs> and the media. And she invited all the family, a lot of friends, but Bill didn't go. Bill was not invited. Oh. And so, you know. so wow. I, Well, maybe I, Bill my, didn't want to go. Well, I mean, I mean, so my question would have been, I mean, is this really just, you know, him being cut out? Or is this that she spent $130,000 a night <laughs> on an island? <laughs> and she was buttering them up knowing the divorce was coming. Who yeah. knows? Okay. Is it this human is like, ne- uh, you know, on Saturday, if Jody would have gone and hung out with your family all day. Right. And buttered them up. Yeah. Oh, not inviting me? Where's Murphy? Oh, he's at home. For a divorce that's not happening? Yeah. Yeah, so we just asked on our Facebook page, you know, when your friends get divorced, do you feel like you have to choose sides? Some really good responses. Sarah says, no. However, I think that they may feel that their friends should. I would never do that. If I'm someone's friend, then I'm their friend no matter what. I can see people being petty like that. I would hope not, because it's already a painful situation. And you know, no matter who breaks up, whatever, it takes two people to break up a marriage, but whoever breaks it up, whatever, they there's still pain involved. Well, you know, right? and, and I think that the it's not about really painful choo- for all. It's not choosing sides. I think it's probably what Jody said last hour. It tends to be the friends that were yours going into the relationship or yes. the friends that go out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brittany says you shouldn't have to, but unfortunately, that's usually how it typically happens. Jessica says, as a divorced person, I say no. I did not, do not expect our mutual friends to choose. We can all get along. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Sam? What do you say about this? What? Same deal. Um, yeah. I mean, there are people. Uh, did I'm you lose friend- friends in any of your divorces? Yeah. But, really? But the thing is, the friends I lost, mm-hmm. I think, and I don't, I got to watch how I say this. Yeah. I mean, life goes on, and I don't think I've missed anything by losing those friends. They weren't that close to you anyway? Yeah. Right. It okay. wasn't like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Right. Because if yeah. they were that close, you probably would not have lost them. Right. All right, we'd love to hear from you on this anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Big news from Netflix, um, including the star of this series. So the last time we saw Ewan McGregor, he was doing... This movie on the big screen, Dr. Sleep. I only met two or three people like us. Which is the follow-up to The Shining. I started reading the book, Dr. Sleep. Oh, so dark and good and crazy and scary. Okay, so Ewan McGregor, he's super talented. He's doing this Netflix series now called Halston about... The eccentric fashion designer, Mm -hmm. Halston, and that rise to, you know, major pop culture fame in the 80s. Yeah, Billy Uh, Joel sang about that, all impressed with your Halston dress. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 he sure did. Big shot. That's the song. That's right, I love that song. Okay. Took me a second. Jody froze her up. (laughs) Anyway, Halston's family not thrilled with it at all. At all. If you're watching it, no, they say it's inaccurate and fictionalized, which means it's probably juicy. Yeah, and right. Super juicy. I also have something really cool that Miss Megan Trainer is doing. She's fun, and she likes to do the... reality show circuit so she's along with adam lambert mm-hmm. they're doing this um cover band showdown it's called class of clash of the cover bands Ooh. you got a good cover band you That'll come be fun. you compete it's being produced by jimmy fallon each band is going to compete for a cash prize that and every fun. episode is a different genre oh, look for cool. that okay. later this year and Sam, I forgot to mention to you a little uh, Mother's Day fun that Jody wasn't expecting. Uh, yeah, you know, baby. On Saturday, Jody went and did her day out. Yeah. You know, 
And on that same day, my brother and I went to my dad's house to, just to do some more cleanup. My sister wasn't available this time because it was Mother's Day weekend. Well, yeah. Yay. So we, we decided we would just do the tool shed and a few things like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Just, Anything cool? No, it was all, actually most of it was junk. Oh. Either junk or things we were going to have to take the hazardous waste disposal. Whoa. It's so weird. More mercury. A lot of hazardous <laughs> no, waste. Like that. He kept all of his he, he he kept all of his motorcycle oil filters, the used ones, and his very strange things like that. Oh. I, I know, but anyway, uh, yeah. So there wasn't there wasn't anything highly collectible there. However, I did bring home two things that Jody had been wanting, and I, and I just kind of put them in the house, knowing that when she get home later, she'd see them. I yeah. didn't want to say anything. I walked in with like bags and like ah, oh, I had my wonderful day, and I walk in, I'm looking, and. There is this dragon, I'm not kidding when I say the word dragon, collectible, what do you call that, statue, that was at your grandmother's house for years, at Heidi's house, and then it was at- oh, it was like at an Asian Your parents' dragon. house. Right. Yes. He's big. Yeah. He's a big ceramic, maybe maybe stone, painted dragon with, he's green, bluish, and he's got red eyes. He's gorgeous. Yeah. I don't know the story behind him either, and I, I probably should, but now, of course, neither of my parents are here. I don't know if that's something that my grandfather bought during World War II, oh, you know what I mean, or something. The problem with him is that he's in the house now, and I love him, and what happens to something that comes into my house that has a face? What? It gets a name. Oh. I'm trying. Oh, oh I'm thinking, I didn't know that. I'm thinking hard, but it's going to have to come to me. But the other thing that Murphy brought that I had... I had commented on this years ago to your mom. I was like, that's a beautiful basket. There's this huge basket in one of their rooms, uh-huh. in one of the back family rooms. And it was just beautiful and has a little handle on the top of it, but it's big. I thought, man, you could put bath towels in that. Yeah. Lo and behold, Murphy, do you want to tell uh, Sam what that basket actually was? Yeah, that's where they would put me in the living room sometimes if they were, you know, just different places. Baby. She'd move the basket when you were to a baby room. or recently. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, when I was first born. Wow. So we have that now. And I, I feel bad about putting bath towels in it. <laughs> Why? Well, that's what you know. I mean, because it, <laughs> it's where it, you're, you're, ba- you're a baby in that. It hasn't held me in decades, yeah. so it's not anything that I'm worried about. You know. Earlier, Jody, uh, you were going through our Facebook page for advice for grads. Yep. With some really good stuff coming in. And uh, that reminds me of one that was cross-stitched for me and given to me by a teacher. (laughs) And I think I've told you both this one before. Uh, It's a quote that says... Yeah, the owl thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To soar with the eagles, one cannot hoot with the owls. Yeah. And so I I read that one to be two ways. I still don't know which it actually means. Does it mean... That if you stay up all night, that you're not no. going to be able to take care of what you need to during the day, or does it mean if you <laughs> gossip with others that you're not going to be able to really achieve it's your about own gossiping? It is okay. I'm it's just about sure. don't sit around and talk about stuff. Go do stuff. Okay. Soar like an eagle. Okay. Baby, don't sit around t- talking about what people are doing. Okay. Be the people who are doing stuff. You see how I could read it both ways, right? Yes. Yeah. And the only thing I don't like about it is, you know, I love owls. So I don't want them. Yeah. Stitched in a bad light. You still have that, Murphy? Yes, I do. Exactly. It has served me well. Well, now that you understand it.